This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Glory to God. We're going to be coming out of Proverbs, the fourth chapter and the 20th verse. Hallelujah. We know that most of the Proverbs were written by King Solomon. And besides Jesus, he was the wisest man that ever walked the earth. Amen. God blessed him with wisdom. God can bless us with wisdom as well. It says in the book of James, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth liberally. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're beginning at the 20th verse. Amen. Glory to God. Here begins the reading of God's holy word. It says, hallelujah. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Next verse. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Verse 22 says, For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Hallelujah. And here's our key verse. Verse 23, Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Hallelujah. Saints, as long as you live on this earth, you will encounter difficult situations, difficult people, difficult uh, trials and tests and various things that you will go through because we live in a fallen world. This is not heaven. This is a fallen world. When Adam and Eve chose to sin, it sent the world into a fallen state. We do not live in heaven. We live on the earth, and the earth is fallen. It is not the world that God intended it to be. Even down to the storm we had last night, that was not God's intent from the beginning. Matter of fact, there was no precipitation. Amen. There were uh, wells of water underneath the earth that, hallelujah, with the uh, dew and the mist, amen, watered the earth. Amen. Glory to God. There was no rain. There was no precipitation. Amen. Before the flood. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The reason we have so much weather on the earth like we do. Amen. Because there's too much water on the earth. This is why we get hurricanes and tornadoes and tsunamis and all these other things. Amen. Glory to God. This is not the world that God intended. We live in a fallen world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. With that being said, amen. Glory to God. God wants to bring us to a place where when we go through the difficult times, we don't react like the world reacts, amen, or those who don't know Christ reacts, amen, glory to God. We know that we have an advocate with the Father named Jesus Christ, hallelujah, that will help us through any situation we go through, hallelujah, glory to God. Because if you're like me, I have gone through times of panic and depression and thoughts of suicide and 
Hallelujah. If I had hair, pulling my hair out, hallelujah, during difficult times, hallelujah, forgetting that I was saved, forgetting that I had Jesus, forgetting that I could lean on him, that I could look towards him, hallelujah, all I did was worry and panic. And it was never God's will for me to worry, panic, or lose my mind. I was walking like someone who didn't know they had Jesus. Hallelujah. So saints today, amen, glory to God. Our message, our title is Grace in the Midst of the Storm. Grace in the Midst of the Storm. Anybody going through a storm right now? Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, glory to God. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver them from them all. Hallelujah. We're going to go through things, Lord. We're going to go through things, saints, hallelujah, but the Lord is on our side. Hallelujah. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. We go through things, but we have grace in the midst of, of the storm somebody say amen Amen. let's pray let's pray hallelujah father god we come before in the matchless name of jesus we thank you for bringing us over the highways and byways today we thank you lord god that we got here safely lord god because of your safe traveling mercies lord god now we come before you lord god expecting a word needing a word lord god needing to be filled to overflowing you are the preacher you are the teacher lord god you've given me a task that's far too great for me lord god preach today Teach today like never before. Fill your people to overflowing. Fill us up, Lord God, to take us through the week. And we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor because you give us the skills, the understanding, the knowledge, Lord God, hallelujah, to navigate through the difficult parts of life. We bless you today. We thank you in Jesus' name. Let somebody say amen. Amen. Grace in the midst of the storm hallelujah glory to god before we move on amen to our next hallelujah uh slide amen glory to god let's remember amen from john 1 17 last week amen we say that the law was given by moses but grace and truth came by jesus christ hallelujah glory to god and we talked about that grace came hallelujah hallelujah grace is a person that person is jesus christ he is the source of grace amen he acts Hallelujah, by way of grace, amen, that comes from him. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah, he is grace. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah, grace is not greater than him. He is the source of grace. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And that's how he deals with man. Hallelujah, glory to God. So let's, hallelujah, do a word study on these key words from Proverbs 4.23. Amen, hallelujah, glory to God. The first word we'll look at is the word keep. In the Hebrew, it's a word pronounced, hallelujah, you see I have the phonetic spelling there as well, not sar, hallelujah. And it means watch, guard, or keep, hallelujah. 
let's keep that in mind. Hallelujah. Our next word, amen, is heart, amen. And it's lebe, hallelujah, in the Hebrew. And it's the inner man. It's the mind, the will, the inner man in contrast with the outer soul. Now, this soul here is not talking about the incorporeal or the invisible part of you on the inside. It's talking about, you know, when we go out to win souls, we're talking about people, amen. Glory to God. So uh, it says the inner man in contrast with the, I'll just say, outer man, hallelujah, or the body. So comprehending, it's also the comprehending mind. It's the affections and will. It's the seat of emotions and passions. The heart is the seat or the reservoir of the emotions and the passions. Holiday that we all have. Holiday. So watch or guard the seat of your emotions and your passions. Typically, you and I walk around when we're good with the 50-50 balance between thought and emotions. But as soon as difficulties come our way, hallelujah, we get flooded with emotions, amen, and our thoughts, amen, hallelujah, are not in balance with our emotions, amen, and we typically do things out of emotion. We fall in love through emotions. We make decisions because of emotions. We buy cars because of emotions. We go to church because of emotion. We don't go to church because of emotion. We go to work because of emotion. We quit our jobs because of emotion. Sometimes we even get divorced because of emotion. Emotions aren't bad. Let me say it again. Your emotions are not bad, but they need to be tempered. We are to control them. They are not to control us. But we need help. (laughs) We need help. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So the heart is the seat of the emotions and the passions. Amen. Let's look at our next key word, diligence. Hallelujah. Mishmar, act of guarding, amen, based on Proverbs 4.23, above all, guarding, watch thy heart, amen, glory to God. So it's the, the act, the verb, hallelujah, uh, of, of guarding, hallelujah, glory to God. It's like the, uh, he says, watch your heart and the act of watching your heart. It's like a double uh, emphasis on guarding the heart, amen, glory to God. How do you now last, oh, well, no, our next word, amen, is issues, it's to saw that was a tongue twister huh hallelujah glory to god issues the outgoings or the outgoings of your heart amen glory to god see god has glory that flows from him but we have issues As human beings we have issues god from his heart flows glory but we got issues the outgoings of our heart or the sources of life all right, now last one, life, hallelujah, glory to God. Life in the, in the Hebrew is chat, amen, life as welfare and happiness, hallelujah, glory to God. Let's put this all together, amen. We can conclude that based on the context of the passage we just read and the word study we just engaged in, that guarding our heart involves scrutinizing what we hear and see, amen. We, we read earlier how uh, uh, Solomon encouraged his son, amen, hallelujah, to uh, watch what he sees and watch what he hears. Amen. Hallelujah. Our hearts determine our course of life and what we see and hear affects our hearts. So in other words, 
Let me take me, for example, amen, during the presidential elections, amen, if I'm into CNN and, and stuff starts to get very negative, amen, and I feel myself getting angry, amen, glory to God, maybe I need to turn the channel. God doesn't want you ignorant, hallelujah, glory to God, but we got to guard what goes into the eye gate and into the ear gate because it will affect our hearts and our hearts will affect our lives. It's also a scripture that says good company corrupts good behavior. Bad company corrupts good behavior. So if we if we're around negative people all the time, amen, we hear it and we hear it, we hear it, amen, or we see see negativity and see negativity, it will start to affect our heart. We're going somewhere. Hallelujah. We had to deal with the heart first, though. Hallelujah. Grace in the midst of the storm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, hallelujah, the first place we have to start is with our heart. Amen. And we have to focus on what's going in through the eye gate and the ear gate. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because it affects our hearts. Amen. 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 Now, let's take a picture of grace in the storm. Let's look at a scripture that will give us a picture in our minds of grace in the storm. Amen. We're coming out of Mark 4 and 37. Amen. Jesus, hallelujah, glory to God, is with his, his disciples. Amen. Glory to God on the boat. We all know this story. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said, let's go over to the other side. Amen. Hallelujah. He had to minister hallelujah, on the other side of the water. Amen. Glory to God. Let's read what happens here. Amen. And this is from Mark 4:37. It says, there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. So now they're, they're on a boat. A great storm arises. Now, let, let, me, let me stop here for a second. Now, if Jesus is the Messiah, he is the Christ, he's God, would Father God cause a storm to stop him from getting somewhere that he was led to go to minister to somebody? So why do we keep blaming God for all these crazy storms? We call it an act of God. I told us earlier we live in a fallen world. Even our weather is affected by it. Hallelujah. Sometimes I'm driving to work, amen, and the weather is so crazy, and i got to drive over 20 miles to get to work. Amen, glory to God. You know I'm, I'm declaring them safe traveling mercies, man. Amen. Hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah. But it's not God's will that I'm driving, amen, glory to God, through difficult weather, amen. This is a result of the fallen world. Amen. So there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. Amen. Glory to God. See, when difficult times, hallelujah, are going on, hallelujah, Jesus was asleep on a pillow. <laughs> hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. He was chilling. Jesus operated by faith. He understood the bigger picture, amen, that God had him, hallelujah, Father God had him, I should say, he was God himself, hallelujah, glory to God. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow, and they awake him, and they say unto him, Master, 
Carest thou not that we perish? In other words, Jesus, you don't care if we are dying? I'm going to be honest with you. I've been there. Lord, don't you see what I'm going through? Why are you quiet? Why aren't you moving? Why aren't you doing anything? Y'all are better than me, amen, hallelujah. I yelled at God. I don't do that enough. But there was a point in my life when I yelled at God and I was a minister. Obviously, I was not right when I did that. Hallelujah. But here they are. They were Jesus. Don't you care that we're about to die? We're about to drown? And if you're going to be honest with yourself, amen, at some point in your life, you have, even if you didn't verbalize it like me, in your emotions, in your heart, you were wondering, does God care what's happening to me? Has God abandoned me? Has God turned his back on me? Or here's a good one. Or did I do something that blocked my blessing? What do I need to do to change this so that my blessing is not blocked? And then you start to beat yourself up. And then maybe I need to go on a fast to see what... Saints, it's really not about you. What's the next verse? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. Hallelujah. Saints, you better know that Jesus has authority over your personal storm. Jesus has authority over whatever you're going through. Over your difficulty, he can rebuke it. He can say, peace, be still. If you trust him. If you try to figure out your problems, amen, and you always hear me say this, amen, glory to God. When you work through your your self-efforts to accomplish something, hallelujah, when you try to do it in your own strength, he rests. He's in the bottom of the boat chilling. He's asleep on the pillow. And I'm sure the disciples tried to do that before they went down to go get him. Oh, we need to batten down the hatches. God has authority over your difficult circumstance, over your difficult uh, uh, situations. Hallelujah. God has authority. And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased And there was great calm, great calm, hallelujah. God has the ability to bring great calm to your circumstance, to your situation, to your personal storm, hallelujah. If you allow him, if you stop trying to figure it out yourself, if you stop trying to put yourself in the equation, hallelujah. See, man made the world a mess, hallelujah, but it's only, it takes God, amen, to fix it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next verse, amen. And he said unto them, them being the disciples, why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? 
we want to look at this from this standpoint. Hallelujah. He's basically saying to them, why didn't you come to me at first? Why didn't you lean on me? Why didn't you trust in me? You saw me do all these miracles. Hallelujah. Why, did you think I could do this miracle, but I was incapable of doing that? Did I not bring you out of this? Am I incapable of you bringing you out of that? Did I somehow lose my power somehow? Or am I sometimes, I'll bless you sometimes, and other times I'll, I'll take a break. A lot of times we attribute human attributes to God. As a human being, we can be sometimey or inconsistent. Mm -hmm. Or we can be flaky or uh, uh, unstable. God does not operate in this kind of character. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank God he doesn't. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Those Greek gods did. Hallelujah. They were moody and vengeful. Oh, God, I'm taking a little chance with this one. Hallelujah. But could it be possible that those Greek gods were based on some type of truth? And maybe these were principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world and wickedness in high places like Mount Olympus. That the Greeks didn't just make this up. Hallelujah. But they had encounters amen with fallen angels but anyway let's get back to our let's get back to this that's heavy for sunday morning hallelujah hallelujah glory to god thank you jesus hallelujah could it be that the minotaur or these these half human half animal creatures amen glory to god and then we hear about the angels amen that seem to have animal and human features could could there be a connection somehow let's get back to grace in the midst of the storm hallelujah glory to god hallelujah so he said to them why are you so fearful how is it that you have no faith hallelujah verse 41 he says and they feared exceedingly and said to one another what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him hallelujah your difficult circumstances, hallelujah, your storms must obey the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. They cannot destroy you. Amen. They must obey. What manner of man he is, he's Jesus Christ. He's the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. Amen. That's what kind of man he is. And in the midst of your storm, he's right there on the boat with you. Grace is on the boat with you. Grace was on the boat, hallelujah. But they weren't leaning on grace, hallelujah, glory to God. They thought that he wanted them to die in the storm. Remember being down in Texas, amen, and I thought God was trying to destroy me. That I had done something and God was trying to pay me back for what I had done. And God was going to get me real good and make me learn my lesson real good. And we went through some stuff. We lost the baby down there.
I won't see this child again until I get to heaven. We had no health insurance for four years. We were on welfare for six months. It got so bad one time the kids were little, amen, they called their, their grandmother, their munchie, amen, hallelujah, said they were hungry. The, cab the cupboards were, were, were bare, amen, and, 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 and munchie, and I call her Glenda sometime, amen, from the, the, wizard, from the whiz, hallelujah. <laughs> Glenda was the light-skinned lady, amen, the light-skinned fairy, hallelujah, glory to God. Glenda came through, got on the phone, used her credit card, and we had two pizzas coming to the house. We went through some stuff. But then God started to turn it around. Hallelujah. We were coming to the end of our lease on a leased house down there. Amen. And God moved on to Red's heart that we needed a house. Now, I was so in the dumps. I was so feeling sorry for myself. I was so anti-church. I was so angry at God. I was so angry at myself. Amen. Yet, I said, you know what? She came down here. She followed me. Hallelujah. She left her job. We're down here. Uh, uh, let me just go with it. So, grudgingly, I went along with it, and I'm going to work. And at the time, I was a bus driver. So, that, that, there's nothing against the uh, uh, institution of being a bus driver. That's wonderful, amen. But I didn't believe that God would send me 1,500 miles across the country to drive a school bus. However, that's what I was doing. So one day I'm on the bus, hallelujah, and let's look at God, hallelujah. I'm on the bus, I have a midday run, which means I was working in the middle of the day, amen, uh, uh, picking up students that only had a half day of school. And this woman gets on the bus and starts just talking about how she got blessed with the house. And she starts explaining the program she went through and how she lives in this brand new house. She didn't even say hello. She just she got on the bus and just started talking about how she got this house. And I'm like, Lord, is this you? Long story short, we followed the plan and we got into the house. Amen. And at closing, we got money back. Hallelujah. At the closing. Hallelujah. In the midst of my storm. He sent this woman on the bus just talking about how she got her house. Amen. Amen. A day later, amen, I, I, I was tired of driving the school bus, amen, hallelujah, and I wanted to work in the schools because you get a check year-round when you work in the schools, amen. I got hired to work in the schools, hallelujah. Amen. This happened within two days of one another, hallelujah. In the midst of my storm, Jesus came through. And I was only making $20,000 a year. We got to a point, saints, I didn't really know how he was doing it, but all the bills were paid. The refrigerator was full. I'm only making 20 grand. And I was living better than I ever lived in my life up to that point. And there were checks that were coming in the mail. One time I got one check, it was $3,900. I called my mother. I said, you know, what should I do with this? <laughs> Spend it! <laughs> He's with us, y'all. He's with us. I'm not giving you theory. I'm giving you my life. Yes. What has happened to me? Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. And I panicked. I did all everything wrong. Hallelujah. And I, I let things come through the eye gate and the ear gate. And I, I did everything wrong. Yet grace still came through. Amen. Jesus came through. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Saints, the wind and the raging seas in your life. Hallelujah. Must obey Jesus' command. Jesus says, peace be still to your difficult circumstances. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look at David. What did David do during difficult time in his life? What did David do? Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're going to look at this passage. Amen. From 1 Samuel 30 and 1. Hallelujah. And going to read down to the sixth verse. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, Understand that David is on the run from King Saul. Hallelujah. Saul uh, had lost favor with God. Now, this is an Old Testament type of situation. So we, we can't be in. We can't lose favor with God. Hallelujah. But because under the old covenant, amen. Hallelujah. Your blessings were based on your behavior. That's how the that's how the Israelites decided for it to be at Mount Sinai. There will be somebody. There will be people that argue against that. Hallelujah. But hallelujah. Between the time um, of Abraham's encounter with God up until Mount Sinai, the children of Israel were under the Abrahamic covenant, which was a covenant of grace. Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him as righteousness. Amen. Genesis 15, 6. Hallelujah. So they were under a covenant of grace. Amen. Glory to God. But there was something called the Hammurabi Code. Amen. Hallelujah. It was the first set of written laws known to history. Amen. Glory to God. And the known world then knew about these laws. Amen. And they wanted laws just like everybody else just like hallelujah when we started the church amen let's get stuff just like every other church let's get some rules like every other church that's going around they doing that why don't we do that they having women in all white sunday why don't we do that they got a men's choir why don't we do that they got men sitting on one side and women sitting on the other side. Why don't we do that? That's how the children of Israel were. Amen. Glory to God. So getting back to the point, Saul lost favor with God because of his behavior. Okay. He got angry at David and uh, tried to kill David. So David, amen, joined uh, 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 took the mighty men that were with him, amen, a part of his, uh, his small little special forces army, amen. And uh, for lack of a better term, he joined forces with the Philistines, Israel's enemy, amen. Glory to God. And this is the account of what's happened during that time, amen. As he was under Philistine uh, allegiance at the time, all right. All right, 1 Samuel 31 says, And it came to pass, hallelujah, when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire. Verse 2, And had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. Now, Ziklag was where David and his men lived at this time with their wives and their children and all their livestock, okay? And the Amalekites had invaded it and taken everyone and every, all the belongings captive, all right? Kidnapped them, hallelujah. Verse 3, so David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire. They came back from, hallelujah, their tour of duty, amen, glory to God, and where they lived was burned with fire, 
and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Can you imagine coming home and nobody's there and your house is burned down? Talk about difficult situation. Verse 4. And David, then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voices and wept. Who wouldn't cry in this situation? Until they had no more power to weep, they cried till they couldn't cry anymore. I'm sure we could all relate to this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If I came home and Raven was gone, I'd cry and I'd cry and I'd cry. Here's my baby. Where's my little baby girl? Here's that little face. Where did she go? And she just lift up her, her shoulders and go, hmm. <laughs> Verse 5. And David's two wives were taken captives. Let me stop here for a second, amen. There's a lot of arguments about, oh, God, let people have multiple wives in the Bible. Uh, listen, they're, they're, God was kind of silent about this, amen, glory to God, but these were not happy families. Because we'll see later on, amen, that one of David's sons raped one of his daughters from another mother. These were not happy families. And then Absalom, hallelujah, glory to God, tried to take over David's kingdom later. These were not happy families. These were not ideal situations. Now, I've heard it said like this, amen. God allowed this, amen, because many of the women at the time wanted to be the one that brought forth the Messiah. So uh, I need a husband. I need, I, I need you know, it, there was no shacking up back then. People got married. Okay, hallelujah. So he had two wives. All right. So David's two wives were taken captives. Ahinoam, the Jezreelite, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. Verse 6. And David was greatly distressed. Who wouldn't be? For the people spake of stoning him. You want to be in leadership? <laughs> Folks are going to turn on you at some point. That's just what it is. You want to answer this call? You want to be this great preacher? You want to lead churches and you want to do all these great things? At some point, people are going to turn on you. That's just what it is. That's human nature. That's human nature, hallelujah, and it happened to David, amen, glory to God, hallelujah. So I don't, hallelujah, so you preachers, you, those of you who are called, amen, glory to God, really start to lean on the Lord, amen, glory to God, for your validation, for you to feel good about yourself, amen, glory to God, because there may come a point, amen, where the very people you're leading will turn on you, and they may even want to stone you. And David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him. They were going to kill him. Because the soul of all the people was grieved. Now, through my study, amen, I found out that it could be that they were kind of upset that they were in allegiance with the Philistines in the first place. And this was kind of the last straw. Now, we got an allegiance with the, with the Philistines, and now we come back. And all of our wives are gone, our children are gone, our livestock are gone. David, we're going to kill you down. And every man for his sons and for his daughters, they were grieved. But let's look what David did. David encouraged himself in the Lord his 
God. Now, I must have read that wrong. David panicked, picked up the stones himself, was going to become karate man and take on everybody. I must have read this long. David left the church, cursed God, and said, die. David was at home pouting, feeling sorry for himself, which we could all understand if he did. He lost his wives and his children and his livestock and his wealth. I can understand that if he did. What did David do? David encouraged himself in the Lord. I think maybe we could learn something from that. He lost his wives. He lost his children. He lost his livestock, or rep which represents his wealth. So he lost all his money. His men wanted to kill him. Yet he encouraged himself in the Lord. What does this mean, though? He encouraged himself in the Lord. So let's, let's take a look at the words distressed and encouraged. Hallelujah. He was distressed. Amen. Hallelujah. Distressed. Amen. In the Hebrew, it's yatsar. He was vexed. Vexed means tormented, full of worry, irritated, annoyed. Who wouldn't be? Distressed. He was in great pain, anxiety, or sorrow. He had acute. Acute means temporary. Physical or mental suffering. You know, we do have bouts, acute bouts, or temporary bouts of mental illness. Oh, Lord. Trauma. Stress. Cause temporary bouts of mental illness. And we all go through it. And David went through it. Affliction, trouble, a state of extreme necessity or misfortune. This is what David was going through. Hallelujah. But on the flip side, he encouraged himself in the Lord. What's this word? Encourage. Hallelujah. Shazak in the or Kazak in the Hebrew. Amen. He gained strength from the Lord. He could not do it in his own strength, so, but he gained strength from the Lord. Now we're going to get even more granular. Amen. We're going to see how how did he specifically do this? Hallelujah. How did David specifically gain strength from the Lord? At that difficult time at Ziklag. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Very familiar scripture, but I'm coming. Amen. From the Message Bible. Amen. I think it opens it up for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Philippians 6 and 7. For, uh, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7. Through the Message Bible says, don't fret or worry. God's never commanded us to fret or worry. It does not mean that you won't be tempted to. It does not mean that you might not even engage in it. Hallelujah. But God never told us to do that. He said, instead of worrying, pray. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. Letting God know your concerns. Yes, God knows everything. Amen. But you're in a relationship with him. Amen. And relationships. Amen. We communicate to one another. Yeah. A relationship without communication means it's not intimate. Amen. Because you don't know my innermost thoughts or feelings. Mm -hmm. 
God wants to know your innermost thoughts and feelings. Hallelujah. Yes, you could come tell them to me, but I'm not God. I can empathize with you. I can pray with you. Amen. Glory to God. But I can't replace God. So why we need a pastor? Hallelujah. Well, ultimately, I'm trying to get you to the point where you don't need me. I'm trying to point you to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Then we have a new group that comes in. Amen. Glory to God. They get fed. They get built up. Amen. Glory to God. Grace in the midst of the storm. Hallelujah. Before you know it, hallelujah, let me continue to read. Amen. From Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7 from the Message Bible. It says, before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness. Everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. It is wonderful when Christ displaces. Displaces means, hallelujah, I need a chair. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is in the place. Hallelujah. Let's call that worry. Hallelujah. Christ moves it out the way, and now he's in the place that worry once was in your life if you allow him hallelujah Amen. hallelujah 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 the disciples didn't do it amen but david did it the beloved of god hallelujah did it hallelujah glory to god hallelujah saints jesus is with you during the most difficult times of your life he's with you during the most difficult times of your life now if you're like me i didn't really want to hear it i wanted to figure it out on my own i wanted to man up my man up never solved any problems for me my grind never solved any problems for me my ego never solved any problems for me my anger never solved any problems for me my rage my worries my fears all these things only made things worse. Hallelujah. I allowed thoughts to come into my mind. I, I, I viewed things with my eyes. I let things come in through my ears. Amen. That just agitated me more and more and drove me away from leaning on God. Hallelujah. And I was just a mess. See, saints, God wants to bring us to the place, amen, where we understand our hearts, hallelujah, and how to keep them, amen, by only letting certain things that, 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 that bring God glory into our hearts and our minds, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah. And he wants to bring us ultimately to a place, amen, hallelujah, where we are no longer, hallelujah, glory to God, subject, amen, to the wild and crazy situations and circumstances that go on to this world. Yes, they bump into us. Yes, we feel it. Yes, we're affected. But as soon as we are impacted by them, we know to go to Jesus. And we know that God loves us enough, amen, that he's going to bring us out on the other side. God has our best interests in mind. If it matters to you, it matters to God. Amen. That's what kind of God we serve. If it matters to you, it matters to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I know this keeps popping into my head. Amen. Uh, another quick testimony. Uh, you know, as a young minister, I was so concerned about hearing from God. And I can remember being at work and I was online and I was buying myself some lunch. But he said, don't buy anything to drink with it. And I was angry. Lord, I, I need something to drink, man. You know, this is me and my, I'm not, I need something to drink. This is silly. 
you know, I'm all disrespectful to God in my mind. I mean, I'm not talking out loud and people thinking I'm crazy, but I'm thinking this. But I said, you know what? I hear this clear as day. So I just bought something to eat and I didn't buy anything to drink. I go to the locker room. There are two cups of juice on the windowsill. Now I made sure they were sealed. (laughs) What was the point of all that? He was teaching me how to hear his voice and he was also showing me that I love you even down to I will provide you with not one but two cups of juice Mm -hmm. for your lunch. Mm -hmm. It may sound silly to you but this is my life and this is my testimony. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, I was out of my mind. I was like the disciples on the ship. Amen. Lord, I need something to drink. And in the locker room were two sealed juices. They were cranberries. My favorite juice, too. It wasn't just any juice. It was cranberry juice, and it was cold. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That chicken went down sweet. (laughs) Oh, that was a nice lunch. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Me and Jesus supped together. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Taking one cup and uh, doing cheers with the other one. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Saints, Jesus is with you during the most difficult times of your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look at Daniel. Hallelujah. Very familiar scripture. Hallelujah. Daniel had four, uh, had three friends. Amen. Glory to God. And there was a king in Babylon. They had been taken away in Babylon that Uh, did not want them to worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob anymore, or Yahweh as we refer to him. Hallelujah. And they were thrown into a fiery furnace. They were going to be burned alive. We talked about Jesus being with us in the midst of the storm. And I'm just going to cut to the chase here. It says, and he answered and said, Lo, I see. This is, the, this is a, one of the guards. Amen. Hallelujah. Looking. He was told to look and see how were they really burnt up now. What, what, what's happened to these three Hebrew young men? Hallelujah. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. They were being put to death. In one of the most cruel ways to be burned alive. And Jesus entered into, hallelujah, the pre-incarnate Jesus entered into the furnace with them to protect them in the midst of the fire. Jesus entered in as well to protect the lives of these three that would not bow down their heads, hallelujah, to a foreign God, hallelujah, glory to God. In the midst of our storms, Jesus is right there with us. And we have to remember that. Because it's not time to panic. Because panic won't do anything anyway, but make it worse. Let me wind it up here. Hallelujah. Conclusion. In the midst of your personal storm, look away from the challenge that faces you and look to Jesus. Who, whether you feel him or not, is right there with you. Whether you feel him or not, is right there with you. Hallelujah. Take your request unto, the, unto your heavenly father and receive his peace that will calm you through any situation. Meditate on his word. Speak faith-filled words to yourself and your situation. Receive his grace and favor in the midst of 
the storm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You're going through something difficult. Amen. You get a bill in the mail that you cannot pay. Not time to panic. You know your paycheck's not going to pay that bill. Lord, hit. Father God, you said you meet all my needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I present this bill before you. And I know that you care about me. And I know the promises of God are yea and amen. Hallelujah. Lord, I declare that this bill is paid in Jesus' name. I make my request unto you, Lord God, that it be paid. Hallelujah. I'm going to be at peace. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to receive your peace. Hallelujah. And I know, hallelujah, at some point it will be taken care of in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. I have been through bills upon bills upon bills upon bills, y'all, throughout my life. I'm 50 years old. I've paid my fair share bills. I've had bill collectors call me every single day. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, one of them, we became friends. Hallelujah. The first call, he would tell me off and they would call me back. Hallelujah. You know, I had to say that because we were being recorded. <laughs> Saints, I've been delivered from every one of them, every difficult situation. Every difficult circumstance, God delivered me. This is not theory. This is my life. And he won't fail me now. Cameron got it back there. All right, Cameron. Hallelujah. Amen. He got the revelation. Amen. Glory to God. Saints, grace in the midst of the storm. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.